0: Welcome to another edition of Off Topic, courtesy of Back Sports Page. My name is Rainy Zelia, coming from you from the swamps of New Jersey. Minutes from MetLife Stadium, home of the New York Giants, New York Jets, formerly home of the New Jersey Nets and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, And apparently there are the American Dream Mall when that eventually does open. My guest today, a good good buddy of mine, I I miss him to death. It's good to see him again, and uh, I, I... can we say graduate now or we are we allowed to say that let's welcome malik right from the right way network can we say graduate now what is that
1: we 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 can say that we can say Uh, that Um, yes Yes. um.
0: um yeah excited
1: to be here randy it's been a long time man
0: yeah man it's been a real long time and it's good to see you and you know it's funny you and i were just talking about this new little setup that we have it's fairly new and it's sort of cool because I like it because you can pick two locations to broadcast live on. Mm-hmm. We are we're live right now on Facebook. Okay. You, so, so you can put it on your face the uh, right right way Facebook page. Or my first like eight to ten shows, I'm doing live on my page to let everybody know that I'm doing this, and then I'm gonna move everybody over to the back sports page. Oh, okay. Uh, Facebook page. And then we're also live on YouTube, okay, which is cool. which is awesome. You know what I mean? Like right. this for sure. YouTube yeah YouTube is the biggest you know video download slash checkout live videos type of thing in the world so this is pretty cool I've, I've we've been doing this for a couple of weeks the baseball guys are like all over it the football guys are starting to get into it I'm doing my interview show and we're starting the basketball show and not to shamelessly plug the basketball show that I'm on later in the week but this Thursday, uh, we have a very special guest on the hardwood huddle. This is breaking news. I wish I had the little breaking news sign to, you know, right, cover that, would be, that would be perfect. Oh my God. It'd be great. Uh, former coach of the Detroit Pistons, former coach, of the New York Knicks, former coach of the Indiana Pacers, Larry Brown will be live with Bill Inger and myself. So we will be having some fun. We'll be talking about, uh, I definitely want to talk about Reggie with him. Oh my God. Did, <laughs> did you, I, okay. So you're a basketball guy, just like me, football guy also, but you're a basketball guy like me. I don't know how much of the ESPN Thirty for Thirties that you watch.
1: To be quite honest with you, not
0: enough. Um, uh-huh.
1: Not 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 the not uh-huh. the biggest not the biggest ESPN fan, but uh, uh you know, for, for certainly I haven't uh immersed myself in that uh, too much. I, I I was watching little tidbits of the uh,
0: Jordan documentary, but that was about okay. it. Okay, that was awesome. That one was awesome. But there's, yeah. one, on, there's one on there called Winning Time: Reggie uh-huh. Miller versus the New York Knicks, and. I, I'm a little older than you are, and I'm not going to tell you how much older than I how much older <laughs> I am. But I'm older than you, right? And and I got to tell you that to me, growing up in my teens, Reggie Miller versus the New York Knicks was the most fun for me to watch basketball because for sure. And that thirty for thirty is by far my favorite thing with Reggie Miller, right? And I'm going to ask Larry Brown about it. But there was a story. About John Starks. If I hope, I hope you remember John Starks. Uh, might be a little bit before my time. Okay, john's Okay, <laughs> just, okay just, just working on to see what age were what, what age demographic I'm going. Come with on,
1: here. Randy. I'm 24 <laughs> years old, man. Come
0: on <laughs> so, so uh, uh wow, you're only 24. Um, only so, 24. But John Starks was a hothead starting <laughs> two guard, and Reggie. I don't know if you knew this, but Reggie Miller was one of the best trash talkers in basketball history. Okay so Reggie would be able to get under his skin to the point where he headbutted Reggie Miller, John Starks headbutted Reggie Miller during a game and Patrick Ewing and Charles Oakley grabbed Starks by his Jersey screaming with him on the court when they threw him out of the game. And the next day I practiced John Starks, mom went over to Patrick Ewing and says, don't you ever lay a finger on my boy again or else we're we'll going to have another problem. And Mrs. Starks, <laughs> Mrs. Starks, respectfully, if he does anything that stupid, I'm going to hit. I know we will do it again. And Reggie Miller goes, if I knew about the mother thing, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I don't like, I don't know if I would have gone there. You don't mess I, with the moms. You no, don't you mess with don't the moms, with moms. No, but I got to tell you, so that's I. I encourage. I know ESPN uh, doesn't do a lot of, not of. Uh, it's not for everybody. The, the stuff that they do, but right. the, the the obviously the Last Dance. And winning time, uh, Reggie Miller versus the New York Knicks, to me are must-sees, and uh, yeah. if you're basketball fans. So, so listen, you have you have some stuff going on. Let's let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk. Going on. <laughs> yeah, The yeah, yeah, yeah. First off, welcome to the real world. You're you're no longer a student. No longer. Yeah. Uh, no longer can get away with that little baby face of yours.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Got the full-grown beard. Got the mane growing in. So I'm what I'm what's known as a man now. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Times have definitely changed.
0: I remember you when you were just a pup.
1: Yeah, you met me at 18 years old. Randy got me into this game, guys. Randy so got me into the business. He is my mentor. I am <laughs> Daniel. He is Mr. Uh, what, what, what's the name? Mr., uh, Mr. Miyagi? Mr. Miyagi. There we go. Oh,
0: my God. I've never been Mr. called Miyagi. I've been <laughs> called a lot of things before, but I've never been called Mr. Miyagi. So It's the first time <laughs> for everything. Yeah. and I, I, Listen, thank you for the compliment. It means a lot, and I do appreciate it. Um, so you've been, you know, you've been doing the right way network now for a while and you've, um, you know, you guys got to go out to the combine this year. Obviously the combine happened right before, uh, the world shut down. What was the combine like for you guys?
1: Uh, combine was definitely an amazing experience. Uh, got to meet a lot of people, got to talk to a lot of people, got to experience a lot of things that, um, you know, never, never got a chance to do before. I mean, you, you, I'll I'll tell you a funny story. You know, it's real. Uh, when Ian Rappaport ho- holds open the door for you <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and you don't realize it, um, you know, you have conversations with guys like Eric Bienemy, guys like Steve Belichick, so on and so forth. Um, definitely an amazing experience. It, 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 you, you know me, Randy, I, I get starstruck for maybe three seconds and then I'm back to business. I think that was the biggest thing for me. It was uh, wow. It was like, you know, I, I realized it was real when walking ahead of Eric bien and John Lynch is on the right hand side of me walking side by side with me because we're going in the same door. I'm like, okay, big boy pants on now. Now I am, I am officially in the major leagues, no longer in the minor leagues. So uh, it was definitely a, a, an eye-opening experience, a really, really awesome time. My team is doing a great job, and we're going to keep cranking out this content.
0: I uh, I think you'll appreciate this story. Sure. Um, we we're covering Giants-Cowboys mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago. And I'm by no means am I a Dallas Cowboy fan. Like, right. like I, I respect Troy Aikman. I respect right. what that Cowboys team did for those years. I'm in the elevator with Aikman. <laughs> I say to Aikman, "I grew up a Giants fan, but I sure as heck respected what you did, and you know, even at times cheered for you." Right. Uh, you know, and, I just, and it's an absolute pleasure meeting you. And he goes, "Oh well, thank you for uh, for that. You know, nice meeting you too." And then he drops an f bomb. He goes, "Man, I effing hated playing the Giants." <laughs> and walk and walks out of the elevator. And I'm like, I'm like, "Wow, all right, Trey, just dropped an f bomb on me. All right, that's <laughs> <laughs> when well, you know when you know when you
1: realize you, when you realize you made it when Trey yeah,
0: drops an f bomb on you." Well, it, and for, you know what was also you know the one thing that you're going to learn about being part of the media is the food. And I think to me, it's, uh, it's one of the big things people always make fun of me about this. And like Bill, Bill Ingram, who's my co-host on uh, the hardwood huddle, we right. joke, we joke about this and uh, with every announcer we have on the show, uh, we're, I'm, I'm posting uh, Cedric uh, Maxwell's interview he did with us last week. I'm posting that uh, a little later on today. And one of the things that we were discussing is like, you know, these guys go from press box to press box, to press box and travel from city to city to city. Man, like, imagine the food that these guys get, and I got, I got to try right. and all the, like, you know. So I asked, um, I asked a lot of the announcers, and a lot of them usually say the same thing. N- when they go to New England to play the Patriots, or the, or the when they're up there for the Celtics, or, you know, the the Bruins, the New England clam chowder seems to be the winning. And <laughs> when when you go to Texas, it's all about the barbecue. Yeah, for sure. When you, and when you go down to uh, Miami, it's all about the fish, the seafood, and everything else like that. So I gotta tell you, man, I've been to a couple of press boxes in some different states.
1: Listen, man, Buffalo Buffalo wings, sign me up. I'm I'm there all day. <laughs> that's my that's the one food that 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 calls my heart that I love. It doesn't matter when, when or where, I'll, I'll eat a good Buffalo wing. I can go for a good no. Buffalo wing uh, any any point in time. So uh, de- definitely a big fan of uh. Uh, a buffalo wings
0: so <laughs> I, I i gotta tell you the food at metla metlife has always been very very solid mm-hmm. um I tell you the for the NBA, uh, I went to the garden a couple times the garden didn't do anything for me right right um, right they, they make you pay a five dollar uh, donation for the garden the dreams foundation for you, to, for you to eat um city fields awesome and I'll tell you why city Field's awesome they have like this little cafeteria thing and mm-hmm. and they give you free ice cream <laughs> when you're covering baseball yeah when you're doing baseball and it's hot out there yeah ice, ice cream is clutch
1: yeah <laughs> I can imagine listen listen some vanilla ice cream sign me up again one of those things one of, one of my favorite my favorite things and in, in the world that buffalo wings and some vanilla ice cream sign me up for all day. And I'll be, I'll,
0: you won't hear a complaint out of me. So let's, let's, I want to stop joking around for a minute and, and talk to you about the right weight network for a second. Sure. Sure. So what are some, what what are some of the difficulties that you've found? Cause like I said, if, whatever you've been through, I think I've been through it three times over.
1: Right. So, you
0: know, but the thing is though, you don't real you know, you can, there's a lot of people who don't understand when you're the, when you're in charge of the situation yeah, and you're monitoring the situation where you're responsible for everybody else yeah. and how many times you want those opportunities that you have to give to other people. Right. You know, you know, how has it been for you? What are some of the challenges that you felt? Um, and if I, and was there any of the ones, any of those challenges you have that I help you avoid some of those challenges that I had? I'd
1: like to say that you have definitely stirred me in the right direction. I, I just think that there are certain things that you're going to, you're going to have to learn on your own. Uh, you, were, you were an awesome mentor to me you know, especially getting me into the industry. Uh, some, some stuff you definitely warned me about that I didn't necessarily take your advice on um, that I had to learn the hard way. Um, like certain having certain people around me. Um, <laughs> we, I, I, we, we know about that. Um, and uh, you know, we, we, we kind of had to, you know, go through rough patches, you know, people, I think the hardest thing is when people see how young you are in the industry, they want to, they kind of want to, they like to point to your age a lot to start off and you have to carry yourself in a certain way. And that isn't just me. That that includes people that you on your team. That's why you have to bring on the right people, uh, the correct people. Um, So I I would think that was probably one of the hardest um, things for me to learn was how to kind of separate, you know, wanting to help a lot of my friends out who want in in the industry while also, you know, keeping it professional as well. So that was probably one of the biggest difficulties in year one. I had to learn that just because your friends are friendly with everybody doesn't make them the best uh yes. team teammate, so
0: to speak. I agree with that um, one. Yeah, no, that's that's always tough being able to separate uh you know business and pleasure. It's always right. been one of the tougher things. Uh talk to me about some of the different shows that you guys are doing, some of the content that you guys yeah. are doing. Like back sports page, you know, as you know, we, for us, the game is secondary. We're not worried about being there for the score. We're there to tell the different story. Tell us if you, if I had to say to you, Malik, what is the right way network? Your answer is.
1: My answer is uh, we're, we're about getting out the correct story. You know, we're, we're, we're not, we don't really care to be first either. It's more so honestly Um, about, you know, putting out factual information. It seems too often in sports, you know, somebody wants to, people want to get the first information out there first, whether it be right or wrong. And that's not something that we're really really, uh, willing to sacrifice. We don't sacrifice our morals just to, you know, put out a story. How many times do you see certain networks, you know, put out stories and have to recant certain statements or teams come out and say, that's not accurate. Or a player comes out and say, that's not the truth. We want to get down to the bottom of that. I don't care if we're late to a story by two weeks a week. Um, as long as it's the right information being put out, that's something that we're all about. Also, just expanding, right? We're we're, we're expanding. We have guys in California, uh, guys in Arkansas, Mississippi, the whole nine hours the whole shebang on the East Coast. We, we we wanted to pretty much expand. We wanted to touch every, uh, you know, inch, uh, you know, of uh, of the United States that we absolutely could, and, and that was big for me when I first started the Right Way Sports Network, having um having the correct people uh, with us, and we have tons of tons of shows. Um, as well.
0: And for you, if I had to say Malik, pick a sport, what do we got? Yeah,
1: football. Football. Okay. Football. Football's my, football's my go-to. Um, you know, then I can talk UFC. I can talk boxing. I can talk basketball, but football is definitely what I live and breathe.
0: Okay. So you gotta, you gotta help me with this. Mm-hmm. I, I seen, I seen you, uh, lace at the gloves, my friend.
1: Oh yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Talk to me uh, about that. Talk to so, me about that. Uh, so you may not know, maybe you did know. I, I had like a little brief boxing stint where I boxed uh, in seven different bouts, and then me and my buddy, we had a good idea diff- a good uh, idea. We are like, hey, you know, people love a good fight. People love a good scrap. How about we make this into a spectacle? And you know, we we try to get money from it. So that's what we did. We 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 did that. You know, we um he he, he wanted to box me. He thought he could beat me. Uh, we made the we made the fight. We got people interested. We got people super, super excited for what uh, for for the bout, and it it took on a life of its own, honestly. Afterwards, and uh, yeah, I'm seven and zero in boxing, and (laughs) and we boxed. And uh, yeah, he was one of my one of the people on my on my seven (laughs) of of the out of the seven that I beat.
0: That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh, So I I I I'm not a
1: fighter. I'm a lover. Randy, come on now.
0: I, I just I had I had the Rocky theme song. Uh flying yeah. in my head. <laughs> Da-da-da, <da-da-da-da.
1: laughs> no, I am not a violent person. I am a nice guy.
0: Okay. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. I'm <laughs> definitely glad to hear that. So let's let's talk about some fun stuff here. Sure. Uh, you know, major league baseball is trying to co- you know, trying to find level ground to come back. Right. The NFL, we're hoping starts on time. Right now right. we're still doing uh mini camps via Zoom. Right. Um, the NBA yeah is coming back we just don't know when and the same with the NHL right. and the Uf- and the UFC never left us so right. it, first off what in your mind with any of these sports is it an all or nothing thing do you think that all the leagues have to come back with fans or without fans It can't be hit or miss you I can't think,
1: go I think the NBA pose is the biggest start to coming back honestly out of out of all the sports because it happened during season for them in season so it was kind of it's kind of like they didn't get a moment to prepare they didn't get a chance to kind of you know get their ducks in a row and now they're kind of scrambling it's it's gonna be very interesting to see how they come back i mean do you start off the playoffs right off the way right up right off the back um or do you you know pick up right where you left off essentially it's, it, it'll be kind of interesting to see how they they um they bounce back from this because i feel like the mlb and the NFL kind of have a leg up because they kind of were more they were had an opportunity to prepare a little bit more for, um, for for this situation for this pandemic.
0: I think for the right. NBA, they are going to have a play-in situation for the teams that were like six games out, six five six games out, right, uh, competing for those playoffs. So uh, the NHL and the NBA are, are sort of going to have like a tournament style to get into the playoffs for those remaining right. teams that were fighting, and then they're going to go right into the playoffs and do their thing they push back the draft and they're going to push back the start of next season a little bit to give right. a little bit more time during the offseason. right major league baseball has a real problem on their hands because they're collecting bargaining agreements up next year and i'll tell you here's the difference between the nba compared to the nfl major league baseball and even the nhl chris ball who's the head of the players association mm-hmm. with michelle michelle roberts and i forgot who their vice president is and Adam Silver, who's also representing the owners, they are on the same page. They all sit next to each other at functions. They talk with each other. They're in total communication. Every other sports league right now, wish they have the NBA and NBA uh, Players Association relationship that they have, the Players Association and the union. I'm sorry, the union and the um, the owners have that relationship. Everybody wants that type of relationship in sports. The NFL, right. I, here's where I think the NFL is going to have a problem. Um and I think you realize this at the Combine on how much media comes out for the NFL. Absolutely. I think you can't have that much media around the NFL and around the NFL players. Right. I think that you have to be very careful on how many people you're putting in the stadium, mm-hmm. if, if any. And maybe this is just a year for the rest of the time you say, let's figure this out, but let's find a way to still bring in TV revenue money because ticket sales is only a quarter of our money anyway. Right. So we can li- we can live without that quarter that quarter of uh, that money and raise our TV revenue up so we can get more eyes on our product. Right. So um, that's just me. That's just me. I don't know. No,
1: I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I definitely think we could, we're gonna, we're going to probably see an NFL world where there's no fans in the stadium, and I uh, I think that that is uh, it's an interesting way to go about it, but I, I ultimately I think it's the correct way to go about things. I really do.
0: Yeah, I think the I think the hard part is going to be the. Uh, the NBA, because I think with the NBA, you have each league markets a different style. Correct. I, th- I think the Major League Baseball markets their history. The NBA markets its stars. The NFL Correct. markets the schedule and the logo that's on the helmet. Correct. And and the NHL markets its hardcore fan base. Right. And, the, and, and the UFC markets the fighting. <laughs> I hate to right. say it, but it's really right. the truth. So I think for the NBA, having LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, all those guys available in the playoffs and, and marketing it up saying, hey, look, we're back and you're going to see us on the court.
1: With I our think, best players too, I that,
0: Yeah. I think I think majority of the league's best players are going to be on the floor. And Kevin Durant might be on the floor too with, with Brooklyn because they're technically a playoff team right now. Can you imagine them playing Toronto in round one and all of yep. a sudden the Nets – have a healthy Kyrie and a healthy Durant. All of a sudden,
1: right? Different story, different game.
0: Yeah. Problem is, I might have to. I might have to fill in his coach since Kenny Atkinson's is gone, and they don't really have a coach on that team <laughs> right now because they fired I, I, Listen,
1: bring, bring Randy in as coach. I'm, I'm for it. Bring, bring in the right hander.
0: You know, bring, <laughs> bring, in, bring in the right hander. Is, is that the sign yet? Bring in the right hander. So, I um, look, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm for, I'm for the no fans in the stands for yeah. safety because we're gonna get because everyone's been locked up in their house for what, two months now. Mm -hmm. So so the numbers have dying down, but just when you start opening the doors and letting everybody out and people are going to be around each other, there's a good chance that this thing could rise back up again. So they have to be careful. So when you're putting 80,000 people in a stadium, you're not taking the temperature of 80,000 people walking through. So we all have to be very smart. And if it means, Taking a year off from normal sports to, to get us through, and then next year come back fresh. I think I'm for it.
1: I'm for it as well. I'm for the overall safety. Um, obviously, it, it, it's bigger than sports now, right? So you yeah. you've got to you know take into account people's uh, health and uh, different situations. So I'm all for uh, definitely. Um, Definitely, you know, preserving the the healthy the, the health of uh, of our fans, of our players, and of our coaches anything that's going to keep people safe, all for it.
0: It's also going to be very uh, interesting, and the part that you and I have to worry about right. is how is how the media is mm. now going to be handling. Right. Like, I mean,
1: I mean, literally, it's been hell dealing with the media right now. Um, in terms of you know. They don't. I mean, they don't. Nobody really knows when we're going to be allowed into into stadiums and stuff like that. Had guys who I have covering the Patriots, the Buccaneers this upcoming year, um, live in person, and it's just like it's kind of difficult to gauge. It's kind of even difficult that they're going to gauge new media members to come and start, you know, covering people who they aren't familiar with because it's like okay, this is just uncharted territory for everyone. So this might be a a thing that we're a year a year out from.
0: Yeah, I know. I agree. I think I think we're going to be. I think we'll be back. It's just going to be. What whatever the new normal is going to be like? Are they going to have it where where they have um, just have masks? Everyone's going to have to wear masks when they meet with the media. Maybe they might eliminate one on ones, right? And they just have it group settings where they have everybody stand behind a uh, you know a, a plexiglass right setup. I just right. we don't we don't know what it's going to be. And- I, I just
1: I, I have a hard time seeing us going back to the norm, though. You know, obviously, like you just like you just alluded to have a hard time seeing
0: that. Yeah. No, I I think it's gonna be difficult, but I think it's gonna be fun. I th- to watch. I think you know, you know what's it, what do they always say? Sometimes a train wreck you don't want to watch, but you can't help us there. <laughs> it's true. It's sure. Yeah. Well you know what's funny is nobody talks about that the WWE and AEW both um are still running live shows. Right. And they're just doing it without fans. And I think in a world where you need to have the fans they've done a decent job of keeping the interest level of everybody. Have you seen any, have you seen any WWE or AEW since this uh, pandemic has started?
1: Um, I, I, I caught WrestleMania. I caught okay. WrestleMania where I saw the empty fans in the stadium. And, and, you know, the one thing that came across to me, this is going to make some people laugh. Maybe some people will be like, you know, you're, you're, <laughs> you're not funny, but it made me laugh a little bit. And that was, I'm looking at the the audience with no you know, I'm looking around and there's nobody in the in the audience and I see John Cena cutting a promo and uh, he's cutting the promo like he's like literally the best to ever do it because he's literally cutting an awesome promo and he's talking to a stadium of nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking around for a crowd reaction. I'm just like, yeah, this guy's got it. That's the guy that carried the WWE on their back for the past. You know 10 plus years i mean this guy literally was cutting a promo in front of an empty stadium and uh you, it just it's just it was just literally amazing to see but that was the one thing that was on my mind i was like wow like literally the show miss mcmahon literally lives by the show must go on because it was crazy to see that
0: he basically um, <laughs> um underst- he understands business you know what i mean right. he really right. he gets it um And and sadly, we all do know with him the show must go on. I don't know if you've been a fan. This is a transition for those in the business who understand. I'm going to transition when you say that to... um, I don't know if you watch on Vice. There's a show called Dark Side of the Ring. Never saw it. Okay. I'm going to give everybody a little little lesson about this show. Mm. If, If you have Vice TV, check it out. If not, the show is on YouTube. And it's about all the stories about professional wrestling that are really dark, like the bad things. Like, they talked about they had one episode where they focused on the Macho Man Randy Savage and Elizabeth, on how their Elizabeth how their story went south and how um, they ended up divorcing and how the, right. the whole disasters. They they just did this past season that the Macho Man was in the first season, this the second season they started it off with the Chris Benoit story,
1: uh, terrible story,
0: and then they finished it up the season up with the Owen Hart story. Mm. So, but they and they talked to all the people that were involved. In the situations. All right. So the Owen the Owen Hart story, they talked to his wife, his son, his daughter, Chris Jericho, all these different guys who knew Owen Hart and discussed what it was like that night when he fell from the ceiling. They discussed how difficult it was for the show to go on. All these different aspects of it. And they spoke to, they spoke about to uh Dark Side of the Ring. Chris Benoit's story, they spoke to Cavo Guerrero, who was Chris's travel partner when he was in WWE. Right. They were talking to Chris Jericho, Jim Ross. All these guys were talking about the stuff that WWE will not talk about. They talked about – you, you, this is a name before your time, Dino Bravo. Yeah, definitely before my time. Dino Bravo was a Canadian wrestler, very big in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. He was assassinated because wow. he – because he was involved with contraband cigarettes in Canada, so they yeah. discussed that story. So, like, there's a, a lot of great—not always a great, great story. It made for great TV. Let's put it down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I would recommend it if you're a wrestling fan to go check it out. Dark Side of the Ring, uh very compelling.
1: First, Randy recommends Dark Side of the Ring. Have not checked it out myself, but I have always been intrigued by the Chris Benoit, the Owen Hart story. So, don't mind if I do. That's certainly something <laughs> I'm going to check out
0: okay so let's let's do some pl- let's do some plugging for you we're not done sure. yet, but let's do some plugging what's sure. give me give me social media give me the right way network and uh let everybody know what kind of shows you guys do as well
1: awesome uh you can follow us on instagram at twsnet that's tws net with 2t with uh 2t's on uh, instagram and on twitter uh on facebook we are at the right way sports network uh check out our website www.therightwaysportsnetwork.com, where we're always um posting new articles updates and contents now in terms of um shows that we do we have our youtube channel which we have animated views which is one of our our best shows on the network where uh we have this kid from california he's literally literally a clone of myself (laughs) a little bit more energetic than me i'd say he uh he literally breaks down all the film um all the updates and news from his perspective uh we have um a new show that we're adding on with uh, Trey and Dom, a uh, new, po- new web show podcast we're going to be adding on or a sports talk podcast. We have the Facts with Alex and Steven on uh, Blog Talk Radio, which you can also check on, on all the different podcasting forms. We have a Ravens podcast called Inside the Flock, a Falcons podcast called the Peachtree podcast, a Raiders podcast called the Sin City podcast. We have my podcast, which is the Right Way podcast with Daniel Alameda and Alexis uh, who are both my co-hosts with it? As you can see, we have a lot of different shows on there. We also let me not forget because I'd get I'd be in trouble if, or remiss if I didn't mention our Philadelphia sports talk podcast, Flight Zone. They have returned to the Right Way Sports Networks um, podcasting platform, and they're doing a great job, hosted by Jimmy and uh, Evan Taylor. So super excited about where we're headed. We have our app coming out this summer, Randy. Our app coming out. Mm-hmm. Coming out, big announcement! (laughs) Super excited about that. But uh due to COVID nineteen, um, it's been backed up. It's been backed up. Um, the the uh, original release date was supposed to be June first. Then it got pushed back to July first. Now it's gotten pushed back again until early August. I just found that news out today. So I'm breaking a little bit of sad news on the off-topic podcast with Randy Zellia, my mentor. But um, it'll get there. It'll get there. When it comes, guys, it'll be the best thing since bubblegum yes it'll be the best thing since bubblegum
0: now the question is does the right way network have some merch do you have the the, the uh do you, have, do you have the merch yet do we have the merch we don't have the merch yet
1: but it's coming it, i have a graphic designer my guy james bubo working on it for me uh it, it's something that we definitely are in an avenue we're definitely exploring i just don't know brandy should it be television i mean should it be t shirts should it be hats should it be shorts should it be uh, uh, car car magnets should it be phone cases what should it be randy you've guided all, me this far
0: all of it all of it okay <laughs> Okay. listen back sports page uh we have new, new t-shirts coming uh next couple weeks including some other different things so i'll make sure you, it ends up in uh your hands definitely
1: okay can i get a hall of fame one can i be in the hall of the back sports page hall of fame
0: uh, we'll have to retire your number. No, actually, we're going <laughs> to retire your gloves. We're going to retire your gloves. Retire my boxing gloves because I have retired. <laughs> you, are I retired. retired. you are retired. You're <laughs> <laughs> retired. Though, I think you can make it in the ring with the WWE. You know, if Gronk can do it, you can do it.
1: Hey, listen, man, who knows? Never say never. That's what I've done. Never <laughs> say never. I mean, uh, I, I'm doing. i I've got my hands in so much, man. I, I so as you guys know, like I, I'm the CEO of the Right Way Sports Network. Uh, we we did get the LLC too, Randy. By the okay.
0: Way. Um,
1: but we, uh, I also am coaching football this year. I'm going to be the head coach of the Harry S. Truman Tigers in uh, Pennsylvania. So uh, super excited about that. Uh, I, I know it's like, what you're doing this, you're doing that. Got my hands in a lot of different things. Trying to stay active. Trying to stay busy. So um can't say it a good that's,
0: uh, enough that's what that's, that's what I, I want to hear I, I if there's anything I could say I taught you well because you got to keep yourself busy keep yourself active and keep right. expanding on yourself so that's the best way of doing it Malik Wright from the right Way network joining me here on off topic with uh, Randy zuv courtesy of backsportspage.com follow us on Twitter Facebook Instagram at Back Sports page of course you can follow me at Randy BSP as it says right under my name there follow me on Instagram with the same address I'm also on Facebook. Give us a like. Subscribe to us. We're on YouTube every week, a couple times a week. Uh, tomorrow, I will be back with Patricia Triana from uh, football.com. We're going to be talking Giants football and talking even more Giants football with Brandon London this coming Thursday and then even more football on Sunday with Emery Hunt from uh, footballgameplan.com. Emery is the, as we like to call him, he is the GQ of football. That's what we like to call him in the press box. <laughs> the GQ it's, it's, of football. Oh, he is GQ. And we were thinking like when he's been doing some of the stuff at home, because he's been doing some of the reports, that yeah. he probably has the, real, the really nice suit jacket, the really cool tie. <laughs> and, he, and, and we're probably thinking that he's wearing shorts underneath that. Just just right. wearing shorts. Right, 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 like, right, right, right. Well, Jordan, right. Renan, Jordan Renan did that all the time with ESPN. I don't know if you knew this, but Jordan Renan, who covers um, the Giants for ESPN, a couple times when he was doing through um, doing the reports for the draft and everything else that you see him wearing a suit a suit recording from home just like he was doing during training camp when he's doing the live reports he's wearing shorts like like, like khaki shorts but he's got the suit on top because he's only getting shot from the Chest right, up,
1: right, so, right.
0: So why not do it that way? And I think right. that's pure genius.
1: I think it's it's, it's a great misconception. I I, I I I listen. I can't lie to you. I've been doing it a couple times for these Zoom meetings. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I I have definitely I, I won't tell you that I've been dre- been dressing up for these. I mean, I've, I'm I'm sitting back, comfortable, relaxing, and uh, talking sports. What's better than that, Randy?
0: Listen, my brother, my brother. We did a, like a a little family Zoom call. Mm-hmm. And my brother goes, he sent me a text. Do I have to put pants on for this thing? <laughs> <laughs> Malik no. knows my brother. Malik knows my brother well. So no, that's how- <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So let's, let's do, um, let's put our, our hats on here. Let's take a shot in the dark mm-hmm. um, because you and I are keeping everything lighthearted because with the, with the, um, Culture and the, the temperature outside right now with everything, I just yeah. think we I just think a lighthearted show right now is is the best way of handling things. So let's let's make some predictions here. Mm-hmm. If Major League Baseball comes back, who's in the World Series? I really two like ba- what, I, two non-baseball I, I, guys. Two non-baseball guys talking two, about it.
1: I really like what the Cincinnati uh, Reds did this offseason. I really yeah. like what they did this offseason. season. They splurged um that's kind of tough to say though Um uh, I don't know I, I'm not really I'm not willing to make a prediction Randy I am okay. not willing to make a prediction but I will tell you I like what the Cincinnati Reds uh, uh what the Cincinnati Reds d- did this season I was super excited to see uh what the Phillies were going to do this year as well um but those are my that's my prediction I I can't I can't I I I, I can't get on here and make uh, um a a correct prediction without having more insightful information. I honestly don't have that right now, but I will tell you, I really
0: like Uh, the, the the uneducated Uh, baseball guy right here from back sports page. This is why I don't cover baseball, but uh, obviously the Yankees, Mm -hmm. because it just seems like it's a, it's a fair guess. And the Dodgers, because the Dodgers did some moves as well.
1: Right.
0: They did. And And their powerhouses too. Okay. Next one. Early, so the two early predictions: NFL Super Bowl prediction, Chiefs Buccaneers. Wow, Tom Brady. Mm, wow, that's that's okay. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not willing to say Bucks yet, but mm-hmm. I I think uh, I'm gonna go Saints. Okay, because that's great. They're that's not coming a, out of
1: that. Randy, we can get a little debate going on now, man. They're not coming uh-oh. out of that division. They're not. The Saints will not beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. I think Drew Brees is aging, and I think Drew Brees is holding back. Is going to hold back the New Orleans Saints.
0: Okay, I want to re- remind you that Tom Brady has an AARP card. Okay, I have to. <laughs> I, I have to keep it. I have to keep this real for you. All right. Uh, I'm going, okay. Like let's let's be real. Like I think, and this is why I think the Saints. And by the way, the Saints don't have to win the division. This is I mean, true. Okay, wild card teams have made the uh, Super Bowl. Now, but can you,
1: agree, can you agree that Tom Brady and Bruce Arians is a hell of a tandem?
0: It's a hell of a tandem, but I also – there's one word that I can describe the Saints right now that mm-hmm. a lot of teams are not uh, – well, you would never really put this word with them, but because Breeze is up there in age and this could be his last shot, the word desperate comes in. Mm-hmm. The desperation to, to have one last bit of glory for that team that has been close for the last couple of years. This this could be it. I, I'm going I'm going out on a limb and saying them. There's a lot of still a lot of talented teams out there mm-hmm. in the NFC. Look look at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are have all the tools. I right. think I think the signing of, the, of head coach Mike McCarthy is the final piece that, that might put that team over the edge because Jason Garrett has been inept as a coach. But also, I and mean, we might be seeing, um i'm sorry I, I, I just got distracted by something jack uh, Pre- we might be seeing that De- Dak prescott may not be the quarterback he thinks he is right and right, this right. is why jerry jones may not be giving him that money right. so so i think it's gonna be very very interesting the, it ain't gonna be in the nfc east it ain't gonna be the giants right it ain't gonna be the eagles because carson wentz does nothing for me he has not played a full 16 game season yet right so um And the Washington Redskins are the Washington Redskins. Don't let the
1: flight zone guys hear you say that. They will debate you to no end.
0: They can debate all day. Uh, Numbers and facts don't lie.
1: Exactly. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. And that is a proof Carson Wentz has to stay healthy in order to be considered. Anything. Anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Exactly. Among the top elite. Upper echelon of quarterbacks in the NFL, but I I know that's an argument that they've been the guys have been making, uh, pretty uh, pretty uh, vocally. I would say they've been saying Carson Wentz is the top five quarterback in the NFL.
0: Yeah, and, uh, it, it is, but but I'm just again, they didn't make the Super Bowl or the playoffs. or the, wait, let me rephrase that. They made the Super they made the Super Bowl a year that he was hurt. And the following year, it looks like they were going to miss the Super Bowl. And then he got hurt, and then Nick Foles almost took him back to the NFC Championship game. And then last year, he was not able to stay healthy. So Philadelphia might be looking at another quarterback change coming soon. Uh, but if you look around, yeah, well, it's and look and you look at the Bears, who I think clearly, mm-hmm. clearly would like would hire you or I to be the quarterback of that team over Mitch Trubisky. I can quarterback. I can do it. I listen I'll, in Madden. <laughs> in Madden, I'm all day. I'm all right. day in Madden. Exactly.
1: Give me, give me, give me just five yard outs all day. Five yeah. yard outs. I got you.
0: We're we're good. For, for, uh, I I'm wondering why Cam Newton's not on their radar. I'm wondering why some, because they uh, decided
1: to go after Nick Foles for some odd reason, and they had Cam Newton. stand. How about this? They had the opportunity to get Andy Dalton, a guy that they were really interested in.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let, hypothetical, and I hate hypothetical situations. Right, I hate what if situations. You do, you do. I I absolutely hate them. But wouldn't it be amazing if Dak Prescott, for some reason, got taken out of the game and Andy Dalton starts winning with the Cowboys? You know what's crazy? I think Andy Dalton could do it. And I think I know. Can you can you <laughs> imagine yeah, that that offensive line with Andy Dalton and with those weapons? Oh my right. god!
1: I always said Andy Dalton isn't the type of guy that's going to uplift the talent around him, but. God damn it! If you have the talent, the pieces in place, you mean to tell me you're going to give Andy Dalton a roster with the with the star center offensive line that the Dallas Cowboys have? Then you're going to pair him up with Zeke at the back at, at, at running back. Then you give him Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and Ceedee Lamb. Sign me up for Andy Dalton all day. I think he gets the job done.
0: So, so I'm I'm there. Already. I'm, I'm, I might I might tie him up and pretend I'm Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that the Patriots are no longer uh with Tom Brady, I, but before I ask you this next question, now that the AFC East is Tom Brady list,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you might argue with me on this, you may not. I think the division is Buffalo's. And I think,
1: I think the divisions is the Patriots. It's listen, they're not Tom Brady less but they're not, but they're they might be Tom Brady lists, but they aren't Bill Bel- Belichick lists. Well, and, here's uh,
0: why, Yeah. And here's why I agree with you with that. 11 and 5 with Matt Castle. Absolutely. You're Tom Brady towards ACL. Absolutely. Eleven and five with Matt Castle. So that's the reason why I believe I'm with you, but I'm also in this feeling of I really like Josh Allen. <laughs> I think his mental makeup, him being able to make mistakes and go right. He's back a gunslinger. To, oh, he's a gunslinger. But if you remember the opening game against the Jets last year, mm-hmm. he botched some plays. Kept Mm -hmm. the team in the game and they eventually won. And if you and if you look during that playoff game against Houston, they should have won that game. But he had some bad errors and he was able to stay mentally tough. That's the kind of guy you want leading your team. And I think that's why Buffalo, if it ain't the Patriots, it's the Bills. And I still think the Bills will make it in this year. As long as Allen stays healthy and as Mm -hmm. long as their defense keeps improving. I think that team is a winning team right there.
1: Listen, if they could put all if this team could put all the pieces together. I, I, and when I when I say put all the pieces together, that's a big ask. But if the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets could put all the pieces together, I wouldn't be shocked if I saw the Jets make a run for that because they
0: certainly have the team in place to do so. Yes, the Jets. The, the team in green. That's what I always like to call them, the team in green. Uh, from the AFC side, look, there's I, I think Kansas City, the hardest thing as a champion is to repeat, but I also think to stay motivated right. in that situation. I like them to possibly be back in the Super Bowl. I, th- right. I think they have all the tools. This 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 Super Bowl run reminds me a little bit of Seattle's, where you have all this talent, all these different places. Right. But you're not going to have the money to keep everybody. So, right. little, little by little, little by little, people are going to leave. Right. Um, so, my question to you: Can Kansas City re- re- repeat in a very competitive AFC
1: this year? They can. Next year, ask me ask me the same question. And I might have a different answer. Um, they still have Chris Jones. They were able to franchise tag him. They still have Sammy Watkins. They still have uh, Tyreek Hill. They didn't lose anyone major. They still have Tyron Matthew. Um, they're still in a good spot. But in a year, ask me that same question
0: after you pay Patrick Mahomes. I might have a different answer for you. Let's switch gears okay. to the NBA real quick as we're okay. finishing up. Good question for you. Can the Toronto Raptors, who showed a lot of heart after losing Kawhi Leonard, having a great season being the number two seed, can the Raptors fi- find a way to make it back to the finals? No. Mm.
1: no. Um, I, I just think it's a tough ask for them. I think they're a competitive team. Um, I think they can make some noise in the playoffs, but I think when it gets down to it, I think it, it, it's tougher a competition, um, honestly speaking. Um, I think I think Boston is obviously a threat. I think the Milwaukee Bucks are going to obviously be a threat. Um, uh, I, I just think it's a tough ask. I think Kawhi Leonard is what did it for them. I think Kawhi Leonard, he was playing out of his mind last year. Uh, during last year's playoff series, I just think that's a big ask for them. I think who, I, no matter who makes it out of the East, they have to go up against LeBron and the Los Angeles Lakers. Make no mistake about that.
0: Or uh, Kawhi, or, or, or and the Clippers.
1: LeBron in Los Angeles, or Kawhi and the Clippers, or LeBron. <laughs> we, we can do this all day. All day I all mean, listen, day. It's, 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 don't get me wrong, Kawhi Leonard is. And I got to make sure my buddy Grant doesn't hear me say this, but Kawhi Leonard is LeBron's kryptonite, it seems, Um, especially when it comes to these big game situations. However, I'm always taking the king. I just think that LeBron and AD were hitting a stride like never before, um, before everything happened. And I think that, you know, the camaraderie, I think they understand how to play with one another now. I just think that they're they're a tough team to beat. And people say, oh, you know, they did beat the Clippers. Um, you know, the last time we played them and I said, yeah, because I just think they got the Clippers number now. I think they took them a while to figure out how to beat the Clippers. Um, I think the Clippers need more production from, you know, they need Paul George to show up every single night. Paul George goes missing in the playoffs. That's 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 a proof. That's proof. Um, Kawhi Leonard can't do it by himself and you and when you're talking about LeBron James and AD, I just think it's a tough ask for to ask Kawhi who we know is going to show up game in and game out. Um, to to get the job done by himself because he needs to surround pieces around him to, to play
0: to point to their full potential. Uh, I think what they need is they need another guy to be a banger for them. They need another they need a guy like a Jakeem Noah or yeah. a, a Gortat, some guy who's just going to be able to just grab the board, put it back in, just right. to have another body. Because I think that's what we were talking about this with Cedric Maxwell last week. The NBA is missing those big bodies just to be there to give you a little shot if you're going down the lane, make you work for it. It's too right. much. You know that's a whole other topic for another another uh, story. My projected NBA finals for you is the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Los Angeles Clippers.
1: Come on, Randy, you mean Lakers?
0: Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I, I'm with the Clippers. I think I think Doc Rivers has a coaching edge over Frank Vogel. Mm-hmm. I, I think that um, the team around a, a team they have around Kawhi is more beneficial and it's more complete there's more guys who are versatile do a bunch of different things the lakers you're right they were finding their stride a little bit and they had one big win against the clippers but a lot of the games i watched the lakers play that were big games they still hadn't had that that game change that season changing win and Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't like when i say that but it's the truth the successful teams have those season changing wins when they're finally turning the corner, right? When they're trying to get the chemistry going. The Miami Heat, when they had LeBron with D-, D Wade and Chris Bosch, they had some season changing wins. The Bulls, mm-hmm. the Bulls with Michael Jordan had those season changing wins. I haven't felt like the Lakers had that this year yet, and the, I think it was coming, but I, I didn't think they had it up until that point.
1: I, I I can agree with you. I certainly understand where you're coming from. Even when the even when they did beat the Clippers, it wasn't uh, totally convincing. It was it was very close. It was a nail biter. But at the end of the day, I, I think that uh, I just think that LeBron and AD will be too much on a consistent basis for the Clippers to handle. I think they'll show up more times than the Clippers uh, surrounding players around Kawhi Leonard will.
0: Okay, last one. Last one for me. The mm-hmm. next time uh, Malik Ray puts on a pair of boxing gloves, what happens? Are we seeing eight and zero or seven one?
1: The next time Malik Wright puts on a pair of boxing gloves, it'll be to teach his son how to box.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: so uh, for 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 giggles, I guess you'll say seven to one because I will let him beat me in the first game.
0: Oh. All right.
1: Match, but uh, in terms of me competing again, those days are long gone behind me. Unless I get a certain call, unless I get a call out, unless someone calls me out and it's enticing enough. Uh, it's, it's something that gets me excited. It gets me out. gets me excited. I, 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 I jump out of bed in the morning. Other than that, my boxing days are long gone. I'm fine with seven and out. I'm fine what, with being uh, lower, lower level Mayweather.
0: <laughs> uh, <listen. laughs> one of my buddies just messaged us on uh, Facebook here and asked me if I really think that Milwaukee is coming out of the East. That's coming from little McElvin Uh little. Yes. I do think Milwaukee for one from one through 15 mm-hmm. on their roster have guys who can start across all you know for any team in the NBA. You have a lot of firepower coming off your bench. Yeah, and your starting five is is definitely the best in the Eastern Conference. I think the East, if you look on how it's constructed right now, the Boston Celtics are missing a guy inside. They don't have any inside presence. Yes, Kemba Walker. Is, have, is on the most talented team he's ever been on with guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, who, by the way, Cedric Maxwell told us uh, the other day in our interview with him that Jason Tatum hasn't picked up a basketball in two months. So it's going to be very interesting to see how he looks when he comes back. Right. Uh, but the Celtics, the Celtics are missing something inside. Obviously, we talked about what Toronto's missing. With with Kawhi Leonard, they're they're doing oh, it.
1: Oprah uh, was huge for them. Though. Yeah,
0: they're doing the whole heart of a champion thing right now. The Miami Heat are playing above their expectation level, but at the same, I'll be honest with you, it's just it's Jimmy Butler and Gordon Dragic, and then a bunch of guys, right? And it's it's not going to get them that far, right? Um, the Indiana, I don't know how the Indiana Pacers are doing it right now with uh, Coach Nate McMillan, when I mean, Victor Oladipo and Sabonis, that's a very Good coach team that believes in a system. Right. And for them to be having a, the amount of success that they're having right now. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers just hate each other.
1: Yeah.
0: And like, <laughs> and
1: I mean, I just don't get the out. I didn't get the out bringing out. No, whore. I, didn't I didn't don't. Get I didn't understand that.
0: That was interesting. And, and Joel Embiid, listen to my words. You're seven foot. Stay by that rim, baby. Right. Stay. stay. I don't want to see no seven footers shooting three pointers. Like right,
1: right. Four I don't, I Four don't. threes a game. I don't like it.
0: I don't like it. Um uh, and then uh from there you have the Nets if they get Durant and Irving back for the playoffs, it's going to make some noise. If not, it's you're just developing more young players. Right. And then and then you have the Orlando Magic in the 8th spot and they're going to have a playing game against the Washington Wizards I think, which John Wall might be available. So Right. Which changes John Wall's back man. Yeah, so That's drastic. Yeah. So, and then the Western Conference is the Western Conference. You have the Lakers one. The correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's the Denver Nuggets two.
1: Yeah, I think the, Clip, the Clippers are what in the
0: third seed. Clippers are third seed. Right. Um, oh, I gotta look it up. I'm sorry. It, 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 I'm, this is one of those things I have OCD with because um, <laughs> right, I don't want to start saying and then and then be wrong.
1: I, either um, way, I say I say. You know, I'm a huge LeBron guy huge lebron james fan i think lebron and the los angeles lakers come out of the west i really do i think lebron is going to i think lebron's going to i think we're going to see the last leg of lebron's career here coming up in the last year the, the next few seasons where we see lebron as a consistent threat in the uh in the west um
0: okay you uh, you have to do me one favor sure you must watch the, the 10 part series of the last dance and so can, you're telling
1: me I have to watch ESPN and ES, some ESPN content?
0: Ten hours of ESPN, and then and then uh, I'll never bother you to watch anything else ever again.
1: Uh, okay, 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 only because you
0: asked nicely. <laughs> <laughs> when well, you put it that way, sure. Um, sure, because you, <laughs> then, then you compare LeBron to Michael. The only thing I would to say between LeBron and Michael is Michael's Michael stopped a lot of people, a lot of great players from winning championships. A lot of great players won championships on LeBron's watch.
1: Mike, Mike, Michael didn't do it by himself, though, Randy.
0: I know Michael didn't do it by himself, but when you watch that documentary, you're gonna see he will does. Will Man, does we need to jump. Is-
1: we need. We need to schedule another show where you and I can <laughs> do the LeBron versus Michael Jordan debate because this is something I could talk about all day. Okay. But I, I, I definitely think it was, It's just. It's just hard to compare errors, Hard to compare. Uh, it's, really, it's It's difficult to compare. I mean, because honestly, the only thing we're talking about here is. Uh, we're talking about now um, is LeBron, the difference of him catching Michael Jordan when it comes to, you know, rank, the, the rank counts. And yeah. uh, so LeBron ties Michael Jordan. Then what's the argument?
0: All right. Here's the Western. Here's the Western conference. Mm-hmm. Lakers one Clippers, mm-hmm. Clippers two Clippers two. Okay. Denver three, mm-hmm. Utah four, Thunder five, mm-hmm. rocket six, Mm-hmm. Dallas 7, Memphis 8, Portland 9, Pelicans 10, Kings 11, Spurs 12.
1: Man, the ro- only thing I can't actually get out of that was the Rockets, man. I expected more. Rockets. I expected more
0: Rockets. Rockets and OKC deadlock mm-hmm. tied in the 5th seed mm-hmm. with OKC holding the tiebreaker. Right. So... And uh, both Rockets and Thunder one game back in Utah for the four spot. Uh, Chris Paul is a god for the be able what he's been able to do with OKC. Exactly,
1: especially <laughs> at his age, by himself, pretty much, yeah. for the most part, he's All getting
0: right. it done. All right, Malik. You know, I appreciate you coming on, man. It was good seeing you, and uh, you for know, sure. hang off, hang off here for after we end. So we'll ta- we'll chat off air. But this was a lot of fun, and uh, we, we got to do this more often. And I'm glad that you and I got to just chill and talk for a little while
1: absolutely it was awesome to get back in here and and uh you know to go back to the old stomping grounds of back sports page and be able to help my mentor out and you know jump on jump on this podcast it was a pleasure thank you for having me
0: now uh, listen i appreciate it and uh you know like i said hang tight for one second well guys i'll be back tomorrow with uh patricia triana and danielle McCartan from wfan we'll both both will be live with me for two different broadcasts check us out backsportspage.com see you guys tomorrow
1: and welcome back
0: (laughs) and we're done and we're done what a show man